This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth, is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Hello, I am back with a third season. And wow, so much has changed since season two. Mainly in that I've been on my own journey through pregnancy and have joined this crazy, incredible club of motherhood. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Pip a practicing NHS midwife and enthusiast of all things women's wellness. I have a somewhat relentless passion for ensuring women are empowered with real, honest and reliable information and support throughout their pregnancy. Because my goodness, pregnancy is such a powerful time in a woman's life that is often miraculous and challenging in equal measures. Over the upcoming weekly episodes, I am joined by many leading experts to bring you the evidence-based information and top tips to navigating your pregnancy and motherhood journey that you need to hear. Needless to say, I had my notebook at hand when recording this season, and I would recommend the same for you too. I hope you're ready for the giggles, knowledge bombs, and empowering chats to commence. But before I get quizzing our guests on this season, I have some questions for you. Have you found yourself with unanswered pregnancy questions? Have you been guilty of trying to navigate the rabbit warren of inaccurate information on the internet? Do you feel that extra support and guidance would be useful to you? If you answered yes to any of these, then fear not. My exclusive Your Pregnancy Journey course is for you. Spaces are limited, so if expert guidance through each stage of your pregnancy and birth preparation and a community support group with 24 access to asking questions sounds like it's for you, then head over to www.midwifepip.com now to check it out. And I look forward to getting to know you better and ensuring your pregnancy journey is the most empowering and positive it can be. You'll also find information all about my antenatal course options on my website. And any questions about choosing the right course for you, then please get in touch via the contact page and I'll be there to help you navigate the right choice. Let's be honest, babies and nappies basically come hand in hand. 
and much of the first few months of parenthood is spent conducting continual nappy changes and an increased supermarket bill each week from the endless supply you need. And with all of this, you can cue the black bin bags of disposable nappies piling up, which will mostly end up in land a landfill site somewhere. In fact, it's estimated that a baby will use around 6,000 disposable nappies before he or she is potty trained. And in a world where we're becoming more environmentally aware and looking for more sustainable ways to parent, reusable cloth nappies can offer a fantastic option. But navigating the right style, nappy system and washing routine can feel a bit overwhelming. This is something I have personally done a lot of research around and thankfully the complicated nappy systems and wrapping that was necessary in previous years is no longer. Reusable nappies can actually be as simple as disposables with the big benefit of saving us money and helping the environment in which we live too. On this week's episode, I have the pleasure of being joined by an expert, Fiona Smith, founder of Topspot whose nappies are gorgeous, and I cannot wait to dress our little boy in all the cute bottom designs very soon. To help us to fully understand the world of reusable nappies, our options, and why it can really be a simple and fantastic solution, I'm gonna be picking Fiona's expert brains. Fiona Smith and her husband, Magnus, decided on reusable nappies when their daughter, Maya, was born in 2001. After using disposables on their first son, the Scottish couple realised they didn't want to go down a chemical-filled, waste-producing road once again. So they tried using existing brands of cloth nappies, but couldn't find a brand that they really liked using. But they were determined not to give up on cloth, so Fiona purchased 50 metres of toweling and created the very first Top Spots nappy from their kitchen table. And then they made one for a friend and another and another. And in no time, we're ready to start building a brand identity that meant designing a logo. With no budget for a design agency, Magnus put pencil to paper and created the image of Top Spots. We'd already mastered their plain white nappy, so then begun tackling the rainbow nappy. And after colourful cotton bots nappies launched, they then kept innovating. In 2004, they introduced the first ever bamboo nappies into the cloth nappy world. And this trailblazing nappy went on to win gold in the prestigious Mother and Baby Awards. The brand has scooped another 10 gold awards since then in various other parenting titles. And that is more than any other cloth nappy brand in the world. Then in 2011, Top Spots received an OcoTech certificate guaranteeing that the reusable nappies were free from any harmful chemicals. And to this day, they are the only reusable nappy company to have their entire product certified. In April 2021, Top Spots turned 20. But their brand journey is far from over. They continue to manufacture in the UK and beyond, keeping carbon emissions as low as possible and to shout out about the benefits of reusable nappies from now until forever. Now, Fiona certainly sounds like a woman on a mission, and I'm sure I speak for a lot of expectant mums 
when I say I have a whole heap of questions about the reusable nappy world. So I'm delighted to have the wonderful Fiona joining us to bust the myths and help inform us all. So welcome Fiona and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No problem, it's my pleasure. That was a lovely intro. I love listening to that. <laughs> it just sounds like such a wonderful story. I sit here and I imagine you sat at your kitchen table on a mission, like, come on, let's design a nappy that works for us and then share it with the world. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of, it did actually start, well, I didn't think of the world in the beginning. I just was thinking about something that would um, work for us because I was absolutely determined not to use disposables because I just found them I just find the whole process really depressing, you know, putting a, a nappy in the bin and just the idea of it. Yeah, just I remember one one particular moment just walking over to the kitchen bin and, and it was a beautiful, beautiful day. Sun was shining in the kitchen window, dropping a nappy in the bin and just thinking about this being a landfill long after my baby was dead, you know, it was, it was such a horrible thought. And I, I said, no, I actually, I can't, I can't do this. So I was really, really motivated to um, to stick with it because we were using Terry Squares and having gone from using disposables on our first baby, um, they they weren't as convenient. They were more of a faffing and folding and and they leaked and they were really bulky. And I, I, I was actually on the verge of giving up. So um, I thought, no, not giving up, not giving up. Um, and that determination kind of was the, the start, I suppose. That's come in handy along the way, having that um, determination not to give up. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, my goodness, you've been on such a journey. And I love it. So just totally echoing what you just said. So when I sort of started exploring the, the world of reusable nappies, and I was explaining to my parents and my husband's parents that this was kind of the way forward we were going to go, so please don't buy us sort of loads of re, um, disposable nappies, and they were like, Pip, are you mad? You know, you're going to spend hours folding. And, and they know I'm not good at folding and being patient. And I was like, no, 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 wait until you see what there is in the world now. And so thanks to, to you and your determination and your drive, you have created a product that is honestly just wonderful and means that we can balance the ease of a disposable with all of those incredible benefits of, of the reusable. So I am one woman who is definitely very grateful for your kind of determination not to give up along the way, because I'm sure there was plenty of hurdles. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. It's been quite few. Um, so how, how old is your, your boy? Did you say, is your boy here or is he no, coming? No, he's not. He's coming in September. Right. So we are getting ready. So nursery is being um, built. Um, and yeah, the cupboards are being filled with nice, bright, reusable nappies. That is our plan of action. Cool. <laughs> So I just wonder if you could summarise for us, Fiona, because certainly when I started doing some research and, and some of the questions that I get from other kind of new or expectant mums is the kind of options available with reusable nappies, because there's quite a few kind of systems and, and kind of different types that we can look, look to use, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, there's, in the beginning, there was really just two types. There were all-in-one nappies, and they're the ones that are most, there's ones that like disposables, you know, they have the waterproof layer, is attached, the absorbency is all stitched in, um, and it's one nappy on and one nappy off, you know. Um, and then you also have two-piece systems, and there's a variety of different types of two-piece systems, um, and they have like the it's, it's a bit it's an evolution of the um the terry square and plastic pants. You have your waterproof outer, 
and you have the absorbent inner. Um, so you have that, that's basically the two to simplify it right down. Um, you get different types of all in ones like pockets and things like that, but they're still have a separate piece you have to add. So for simplicity's sake, you have all in ones, that's the just like disposables, and you have your two piece. So the waterproof layer is separate to the absorbent layer, and they have different um, um, benefits, I suppose. I mean, all the ones people who are first, especially a lot of cloth nappies are sold online. So people, when they're doing their research, they get that. It's like, actually, well, that's just like disposable. I understand that, you know. So I, I actually, so people gravitate towards that. Um, two-piece nappies, especially, they, they always appear like they're a bit more work because you've got to put two things on. Um, and actually, people are always worried about, oh, I don't want too much work. So they'll go for the, the simpler all-in-one type, but the two the two-piece nappies, you'll get a better performance. So we always we've always recommended and focused on two different types of gear, all-in-ones for daytime and a two-piece for nighttime, because the nighttime babies pee a lot more through the night and they sleep for longer periods of time, hopefully, all going well. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> So the kind of two-piece system, are they kind of better in terms of the absorbency, I guess, and that's why nighttime they're probably preferable? Um, well, it's it's kind of, yeah, you can. You can kind of get more absorbent fabric in a two-piece system, really. Um, you'll notice with most of the all-one nappies, they'll have like a core, you know, like like a disposable nappy has this, this kind of almost like a rectangular absorbent core. Um, well, all-in-one nappies tend to work on the same, the same, um, concept you have like the kind of absorbent middle and the the so the nice and slim fitting as well for during the day and then the the nighttime nappies tend to be absorbent have their there's more absorbent fabric in them so they're bulkier um and so they'll absorb more but they're they'll take longer to dry um and they may not fit quite so well under um they're fine under stretchy baby clothes and that kind of thing but they may not be so practical for during the day. And also um, the more absorbent a nappy is, usually the longer it'll take to dry. So if you want to get the balance right between the nappies that you can wash that morning and they're ready again later on that evening or the next day um, to reuse, then um, that tends to work. The other thing about a, a two-piece system is you've basically got two areas, you've got two points of containment. So you have your leg cuff around the bum in the waist on your absorbent part, the like for example, um, our bamboozle. And then you also have a containment cuff around the legs on the waterproof bamboozle wrap. Um, so that means if you ever did get a little bit of a, a leak out of the nappy, it'll get caught by the cover. So um, that's why the two piece um, just pips the um, all the ones easy fits and performance, so. Brilliant. That's that's a really great tip. I like that, especially that. And it's nice that you've got those two options, you know, so you can balance that ease and convenience, perhaps daytime, and then that kind of performance, especially for those babies that you promised us, Fiona, are going to sleep longer overnight. <laughs> also, another thing as well, when babies, people probably don't think about it, um, they may not, when babies are, are tiny, you know, they're pretty, they're very kind of, they're usually quite placid and immobile, but once they um, start, um, when they're toddlers and they're you've got to kind of wrestle them down to the floor and get a two-piece nappy on. It's always easier just getting one nappy on and up you go. You'll, you'll find yourself, you'll be doing nappy changes and like 
15 seconds flat it's like right right grab it off you go <laughs> yeah that's that's a good point actually isn't it when they're when they've got um things to be doing that's way more important than having their nappy chains they don't want to sit there and have two things going <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> now certainly for lots of people again i know that the motivation behind exploring um things like reusable nappies is to try and parent in a more sustainable way um, and I know lots of us are looking to explore because there's so much disposability when it comes to having a baby and being a new mum. So I know lots of us are trying to explore ways of, of kind of overcoming that. And I just wonder how much of an impact that someone using reusable nappies could actually have on the environment and, and that sustainability. Well, I mean, by choosing dis uh, reusables over disposables, first of all, you're diverting um, between 4,000 to 6,000 nappies from landfill. Um, and, and that's, a, I think, um, in terms of tonnage, of tons of waste, I think it's, um, oh, I can't actually remember the exact number, but it's, it's, it's over a ton anyway of waste that you're wow. diverting from landfill. And um, it's like one, it's like 32, kil eight to 38 kilograms of plastic as well you're diverting from landfill, you know, um, and even things like um, when you look at the, the consumption of energy and the consumption of raw materials in the manufacturing, you know, like manufacturing reusable nappies uses like less than half the amount of water um, compared to disposables, you know, um, just with the amount of disposable nappies, um, the amount of trees consumed to manufacture um, a baby's potty, up to potty, requirement of disposables is like three and a half trees you know um you know it's it's just there's so many um they're just much better all around even taking into consideration the the wash the laundering and detergent they're, they're still um up to 40 percent up up to 40 percent better for the environment than disposables and that's only if you're using them for one child if you then go on and use them for another child then you're doubling all of the, the savings so to speak yeah and that's a great thing I suppose for people having their first baby isn't it is that once you've got your stash of nappies if you care for them properly then they've got that longevity to see you through as you sort of extend your family as well which is brilliant because I mean the amount of money that you could spend constantly on disposables is is incredible isn't it it really adds up although you feel like it's just a little bit every week actually over the course of your baby being born up to um potty training that's a, that's a huge sum of money yeah i mean i think it's, it's between 500 and 750 pounds per child um and even more than that because sometimes what we find is um and what the kind of what the not we find but what's generally widely known out there is that children in disposable nappies take longer to potty train because the the gel absorbs the wee so quickly they don't actually register the sensation of weeing with being wet so it takes it delays potty training so sometimes you'll find that there's a, a much higher um, number of kids still um dry uh, wet at night so they go on and using you know pull up pants and nighttime nappies so the costs are even higher you know uh, whereas kids in disposable and reusable nappies do tend to potty train much earlier and they usually when the potty train they use dry at night as well Oh, that's really interesting. But actually makes perfect sense when you think about it. Like makes yeah. makes perfect sense. Um, and saves parents, I guess, a lot of stress if you make that transition um to kind of dry nights a little bit easier. That's a definitely a, a double win, if you ask me. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
Perfect. Now we mentioned a little bit about um, the washing and kind of getting into a washing routine with with nappies because obviously we're not throwing them in the bin. We are reusing them. How is how is the best way to kind of wash and dry reusable nappies to try and make them really last as long as possible and get the best from them? Um, basically, follow the instructions on the label. Whatever nappy brand you have, you know, just follow the temp temperature is the main, the most important thing. You know, um, like don't go over the the heat, um, the maximum heat in the wash care label. We don't have to boil wash them. You don't have to soak them. Not like the old the old days. I mean, today's modern wash machines and powders are are more than adequate. At, I will more than adequately clean the nappies. Um, things like tumble drying them on hot on, on high heat that can kind of um, impact on the perform the, the life the the lifespan of your elastic, and that can then impact the performance because then you won't get such snug cuffs around the legs, those little chubby thighs, and uh, you might get leaks. So yeah, temperature is usually the enemy. Um, but like a forty to sixty degree washes. Are, are the standard really 60 if they're really soiled and 40 if they are just yeah not too bad just just peas no poos perfect thank you and i i was when we um introduced you to the episode we i spoke about the um is it oco tech certificate which guaranteed that your nappies haven't got any kind of harmful chemicals in and i just wonder in terms one, one of the most common things you obviously see with babies is kind of nappy rashes um, etc. Do you think that the use of um, cloth nappies can help with that a little bit? Because uh, obviously disposables we know are full of all sorts of kind of chemicals etc. Well yeah they do uh, because they don't have um, the same um, types of, chem of chemicals in them. There's, not, there's all kind of absorbent gels and perfumes and bleaches and dioxins you know in, um, in some reusable nappies and we often have a lot of people who come to us because their babies have got irritations or sensitive skin or they've got families family members have sensitive skin already so we'll maybe go straight to reusable nappies or you get people who have problems and rashes with disposables on the newborn and they'll switch over to um to um reusables to stop that and in fact one of our um real parents i don't know if you've seen we um we have quite often have real parents who come in and share their their stories about cloth nappies and why they got into them and and what their journey's been like and how they find them and if they have any tips to share with other new parents, you know, looking to use reusables. And one one guy was a doctor and um, we asked him, you know, well, why did you um, use go for reusables? He said, because I see so many parents coming in with just terrible nappy rashes. I, I didn't want that for my child. So reusable nappies, we, we were dead set on them at the outset. So yeah, they definitely um, are, are better for baby skin. So we're, we're racking up the benefits, aren't we, in terms of sustainability, in terms of financial saving, and in terms of um, being kind of to your baby skin. They are all, all three big ticks from, from me that help me navigate the uh, decision for sure. And I just wonder how many, so, so I know some parents might um, perhaps cloth full-time or part-time, so kind of doing a mixture um, as they kind of navigate the world and kind of experiment with what works for them. Roughly how many nappies do we need to think about purchasing if we're going to do kind of a part-time or a full-time clothing system? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I mean, the most you would ever need if you're going to go full time would be 20 to 25. Um, um, if you want to go part time, it's as however many nappies you want to change per day. So if you're part time, actually, if you're thinking, I just want to use one or two at home, then you would need maybe half a dozen nappies. So the way, way we always work it out is you need some for the bum, some for the nappy, but nappy, um, the nappy shelf, your nappy, nappy drawer, and some in the wash. So you need multiples of three. So if you're going to use two nappies a day, you have two for the two for the bum, two for the wash, and two in the um, in the linen cupboard, I suppose, or your whatever. Um, so if you're having like five or six nappy changes a day, you just multiply that by three, um, and that's and that, that's assuming you're washing every second day. If you want to wash every third day. You just buy four or five more, you know. Um, so basically, part time you can have as little as three, three or four nappies, um, and if full time you're twenty twenty five, so you get twenty of your day nappies and five night nighttime nappies, and that that's all you really need. <clears throat> that's brilliant. That's a nice way of thinking. That I like that kind of two 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 rule. And I think for some parents as well, it might feel a bit overwhelming to purchase, you know, the full full lot of nappies in one go. But actually thinking about let's start part time see how we get on or well, I always say to mums that it's a great idea for like a a baby shower gift or a new baby gift because everyone likes to give you know lots of muslins and and baby grows and cute hats and things but actually if you asked every person just to buy you one nappy then you could easily get to a kind of cloth system and um, all in place ready for your little one so it's about I think experimenting with with ways and means that, that work for you and your family yeah absolutely definitely and um yeah and it's, it's really it's a really good idea just to start off um, small in the beginning, you know, cause especially if it's your first baby, excuse me, because um, <clears throat> it's quite, it's quite overwhelming, you know, when you have your first baby, it really is, um, it's, it's something else. And if you're getting to know your baby or if you've had like a difficult birth and you're really exhausted and you're breastfeeding and you're having problems there or, you know, just overcoming the actual, I mean, giving birth a pretty um, major physical um, Herculean effort so just recovering from that so it doesn't have to be all in at the beginning and if you only use um, one cloth nappy a day that that's that's still one cloth nappy diverted from landfill you know so a lot of people we we see will maybe have some disposables for the first you know couple of weeks or the first month or whatever and then they kind of get themselves kind of back to some semblance of um um not normality, but the sense of normality, I suppose, isn't it? No, yeah, yeah, the sense descending to earth from the, the twilight zone um, <laughs> of when you first given birth. And then and then once you're feeling a bit brighter and a bit more with it, then just start um, introducing them. And, and the thing is, what we find as well, you know, because people, when they use the cloth nappies, they're just like, oh my goodness, these are so pretty and they're so soft and they, everyone feels really great about using a cloth nappy. So then once you use one, you're just like, oh, I'll get the other ones out. And then before you know it, you're actually right, okay, that's it. You're really motivated. And um, I don't know if, if anyone's like me or not, well, some people are, I suppose. Um, I then kind of go, okay, I'm going to use them all now. That's it. I'm going to set myself the target and, and get into the thing of them all. But they're, they're fun. And you, you always feel really happy when you're using the cloth. 
Oh, they're gorgeous. They're, they're literally like choosing an outfit, aren't they? They're so yeah. good. And for anyone who hasn't checked out the designs, and there's always new designs coming, which is just super exciting as well. Um, Top Spots is linked in the episode description, so you can go and check out some of the cute, cute little designs. I love the rainbow and like the bumblebees and like the little farm scenes. Oh, it's just, they're just beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, a lot, lot of fun designing those. That actually, yeah, that's kind of probably my favourite part, actually. And the past has been um, designing the prints for the nappies. It's such yeah. good fun. Yeah, I bet. Oh, so much fun. And then seeing them on all these little babies' bottoms must just be a great sense of achievement as well. So you know it is, actually. That's, um, and the thing is that I find now, as the, the company's gotten bigger and the brand's grown and cloth nappies have become... Uh, more popular you know for, uh, just people who you know in the park I remember one time in the park years ago I was I bumped in Glasgow I bumped into an old school friend I mean this is like I mean this is a long time ago about 16 17 years ago we hadn't seen each other for years it's like oh my goodness how you doing and we're standing in the park just having this really enthusiastic chat about we're talking about our kids and she started raving to me about these nappies, these cloth nappies, and she goes, look, 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 these are amazing, and I was like, oh my goodness, that, that's, that's our company, that's, that's, that's mine, they're mine, she was, she was like, what do you mean, like, they're not your nappies, she thought that it was meaning they were my, physically my nappies, like, no, no, my company, that's what, that's what we do, that's my brand, and she was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing, and then Aww. even recently, um, I was at a clothes swap at a friend's, and, um, and there's a cluster of, of, young mums in my village who are all using tot spots I don't I don't know who they are and it's like oh wow that's amazing because we're in a small village you know and um, it's like wow that that makes me really proud when you you come across that oh my goodness and so it's, just, it's almost like a bit of a pinch me moment isn't it when you realize the impact you've had on all of these families lives is just wonderful and well deserved yeah, well deserved Definitely, definitely. Now, I think we've, we've probably kind of answered this question, but I just want to make it clear to anyone that's listening. In terms of, obviously, when you buy um, disposable nappies, you might buy sort of size one or size naught to start with, and then you kind of upsize as your baby grows. Um, how does that work with, um, obviously, reusables? Um, well, there's, well all, with, along with all-in-ones, they tend to be... Um, one size, you'll hear the phrase, uh, one size fits most or, or birth to potty. And that really, that, what that means is the nappy's been designed in such a way that it can fold down by the use of poppers um, at the front. So you, you, you make the nappy smaller. So the nappy will fit from like birth to potty, but it's more like, like a nine pounds, eight, nine pounds, you know, up to potty. So there's a bit of a compromise usually at the, opposite ends of the weight range so it might not fit um so well on really small newborns or it might fit but it'll look huge you know and on the upper at the other end of the scale it might not they might not fit so well on really chunky toddlers but they're a brilliant um they're, they're they're really great um for just the the just you don't have to buy two or three different sizes so you save a lot more money and the designs are they're really they're designed really well so to with so that they actually fit well on newborns, but they don't um, um, cut off the circulation in toddlers' legs. You know, so you kind of get all these, you get a lot of models in all different sizes. Like, okay, right, seven pound baby in, we need like a thirty-five pound toddler, and we'll try this nappy on and and do fitting sessions and stuff. So yeah, um, the two size, the two piece nappies tend to be um, more two size systems, um, but then again, you, you 
you can just use usually use a size two as a birthday party as well. So so yeah, you don't have to buy. Um, that's one thing that a lot of first time parents think about. Okay, how long will these last for? And they always think they mean how long will they last before they need changing? It's like no, how long will these fit for? It's like oh no, the birthday party. Just buy these. That's all you need to buy, and they'll fit all the way through. And the other advantage of those as well is um, if you've got siblings. Um, you're probably not thinking about this at this point because you're to have your first baby. But, um, <laughs> when you have number two, <laughs> you can have two babies using the same nappies because they'll fit both of them. That's a really great tip as well, actually. I think that's just, it's that planning for the future, isn't it? It's kind of making parenting as sustainable as we can in, in the long term as well, which is, which is really important to lots of people now, which is fantastic and, and is exactly what we want. Now, I know one of the main concerns Fiona, that crops up for um, expectant or new parents is the idea about having all of this kind of dirty, messy, nappy mess that they're trying to sort of wash away or, or navigate. And they're concerned about the kind of dirty, messy nature. What, what, is, what is that the case or what can we do to help um, reassure parents, I suppose? Um, you know, I've thought about this a lot over the years because it's the thing it's the thing that people always worry about and um you know i've had four kids and i've cloth nappied three of them and disposable nappied one of them and the worst part is regardless of nappy type is like getting the poo off it's like wiping up the poo off the bum do you know what I mean it's actually it's getting that bit and then you, you always end up you throw that bit away you know um it's because it's, it's, you're basically lifting with, with reusable nappies you usually use a, a liner, like a paper liner, disposable liner, or you can use washable ones as well, but most parents opt for disposable ones at the outset. And so the baby does the poo on this it's a really thin paper liner, it keeps the baby's bum dry as well, and you lift that out and you just flush the poo down the toilet, you know? So let's see, the worst part is actually wiping the poo off baby's bum. Um, and, and that's unavoidable, um, regardless of what yeah. nappy you're using. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the messiest job. You've got, you've got to deal with poo regardless, regardless of which type of nappy you go for. Um, so yeah, you throw the poo away and you're flushing it down the loo usually. Um, and the, yeah, so that, that is gone. It's out of your house. You know, whereas actually disposable nappies, you usually throw the whole nappy in the bin. So when you go to put something else in the bin and you open the bin, you get this big waft of um, disposable nappy poo. And also, especially with um, now that the bin collections are all moved, have all moved down to like, like I don't know what it's like down your way, but we 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 have a rotation of bin types. So if you're having like a bin full of disposable nappies sitting there for three weeks, that's actually horrific. So you're avoiding all of that mess and all of that smell um, by using washable nappies. Amazing. That's really that's a really good point. So although people might think on the outset, oh, it's going to be more messy, actually, less mess and less smell. That's that's a win, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely what we're all aiming for. Yeah, and people also like, you know, what that's a that big question is what do I do with poos? I'll actually you flush it down the loo. Um but the other thing as well um is uh, yeah, you don't know you don't have poo in your washing either, you know, because actually because you're lifting, the, you're taking the poo out, you're just you're putting a, a soil, it might have a tiny little bit, but nothing, you're not putting the whole nappy in the machine with the poo in it, in your machine, you're actually throwing the poo away. Um, so so that's that's usually the number one question that we get asked. What do yeah, I do with poo? yeah, so that's reassuring, isn't it? Actually, it's just going in the toilet, you're not going to have to smell it every time you open your, 
open your kitchen bin or walk past your bins in the uh, in the backyard. So, so that's really reassuring as well. The the other thing that sometimes I've heard, Fiona, is um, that because disposed um, because reusable, sorry, cloth nappies can be slightly thicker than um, some of the disposable nappies. Does that mean that kind of your standard size clothing for your child might not fit? Do do mums and dads need to size up, or will, will they still fit under their normal clothes? No, they usually fit under. They usually fit well in the normal clothes. Uh, I mean, they're not as bulky as they used to be um, compared to when, like my, my kind of my daughter's twenty one now, and even when we're using Terry squares, they were quite bulky wraparound nappies. But the the way that um, the easy bits are designed, all the absorbency is in the core, so you don't have this huge gigantic bottom. Um, and yeah, and actually clothing, yeah, it's not um, it's not the same as well. when we were when my children were younger, when Maya was younger, you had to kind of pick certain brands. It's not like that. Um, not like that so much now. I mean, nighttime nappies are definitely, definitely more bulky, and um, you know some of the two-piece nappies can be be quite bulky. Um, other brands, that kind of thing. And that's actually why Frugi, um, came around because they were designing, um, organic, um, cotton clothing to fit nicely over cloth bums. So, so yeah, nice stretchy, soft clothing is lovely anyway. You know, um, so yeah, but so they're not they're not as bulky as they used to be. Yeah, because I think that's some of the myths we certainly hear, especially from sort of parent or grandparent generation, is the kind of thinking about all these folding and paper clips and big bulky nappies and all that kind of stuff. But actually, it's moved so far away from that now, hasn't it? It's a whole other thing. Yeah, I mean, especially with the um, with the advances in fabric technology now. You know, um, compared in the beginning, we we just used cotton terry toweling, and that was it. And now we use like there's like seven or eight different fabrics we use and fabric technology is always advancing, you know, I mean, even things like using like a rock of fabrics from recycled um, plastic bottles and things like that, now, you know, so it's just the advances in fabric technology are amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Oh, it makes me so excited to start using them. I've got them all laid out in a cupboard at the moment with all like the cute patterns. And sometimes we just walk in the nursery now and just look around and we're like, oh, it's going to be a baby in here. It makes me so excited when I hear you talk about kind of your experience yeah. and, and how you'll, far you'll, you'll be organised. Sorry, I, I spoke over there, so I didn't hear what you That's said. That's right. No, yeah, just, just really excited now. I can see them all lined up with all their cute little designs. <laughs> Yeah, it's when you start um, um, organising them by colour of rainbow, that's when you really know you're a cloth nappy addict. <laughs> I'll report back when I've got to that stage. <laughs> so like, have you lost me there? <laughs> Perfect. Now, Fiona, that was really, really helpful. And I, I hope that it really does help um, expectant or new parents out there that are trying to navigate kind of reusable nappies or cloth nappying and kind of some of those kind of common myths or or perhaps barriers that we might have set for ourselves and actually realizing how accessible and easy um, and convenient it can be i just wonder so everyone that comes on the podcast you know i always ask for three top tips so i wondered if you could share your three top tips for either new or expectant parents who are considering um using reusable cloth nappies for their baby um three top tips um let me think i suppose it's yeah i can't let me think i would get a really nice um an happy storage system because it's really nice to look at that's not yeah. really a top tip. <laughs> no I mean, seriously i would just um if people are feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the idea of it then just get a couple and try a couple in the beginning you know just 
um, just start off easy um, and just use nappies at day in the daytime at first and then ease on ease off ease off into um, using nappies in the evening. Um, yeah, I like actually no one one thing I used to really like you know those little sock hangers that you get and um, those little yeah. I, used oh, yeah. to, I had one of those, I used to hang up all my nappies on those um, and that really didn't take up so much room in the, the airing cupboard. Uh, but yeah, I would start off simple. I would even get some, even buy some secondhand nappies in the beginning if you're not sure. Or if there's um, a nappy library nearby, if people really are actually really not sure which nappy type to go for, um, go to the nearest, find out if there's a nearest nappy library and they can talk to other mums who've used cloth nappies and um, and get some to try before they commit to purchasing. Um, yeah, but the thing is, it's just, it's always the overwhelming feedback that we get from parents is it's so much easier than I feared. And there's just nothing to fear from them. And you just, you always love using them. You never ever feel sad about using cloth nappies. Oh, I love that. I'm def definitely excited and to totally on board with the uh, cloth bum way forward when our when our baby comes. Fiona, thank you so much for your time and sharing your your wonderful story with how Toxbox was kind of born, created, and then obviously made into the wonderful Toxbox we know today. Um, but also for busting some of those myths and helping parents navigate some of those kind of hurdles and barriers. So I'm very grateful for your time. Well, thank you so much. It was really nice to chat about it all, and um, and good luck with um with your your baby's arrival. Have you have you got names chosen yet? You're keeping it all quiet. Oh, we're, we're still deciding. We've got a little short list, but I will um keep you posted with lots of cute bottom pictures when he arrives. Yeah, I do have a <laughs> I do have a tip on that one. Don't tell anyone what your ideas for the name is because everyone will put you off. So yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it quiet. <laughs> Even though that, I just asked. <laughs> that, is a, that is a good tip. Yeah, that is a good tip. Once, you, once they're registered under it, their opinion doesn't matter. So hopefully yeah, yeah. it's not given. Thank you so much, Fiona. Okay, listen, thank you. That was lovely catching up with you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you found it helpful, then please hit subscribe and leave a review. It really does make a huge difference to the number of women I can reach out to and empower with this information. For more daily free information, inspiration or details on my bespoke antenatal education courses or your pregnancy journey course, then head over to my website www.midwifepip.com and check out my Instagram page at midwife underscore pip. Thank you and see you next time. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.